baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live. Talk about gay sex, the live version. This is episode 271. I am your host, Steve V. Side Hawaiian, Cody Maurice Doggett over on the Hawaiian Islands. Aloha, darling. I'm doing wonderful. Aloha. How are you? Mahalo. Those are the only two words I know. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You you took my words, bitch. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) Thank you for doing the show. It's so funny that you are in Hawaii. Tell the people where you are. I am right outside Honolulu in uh, like a suburb. I think it's Mililani, Mili Vanilli. Mili Vanilli. I I don't know how to pronounce it. I I only know how to pronounce uh, Aloha, Halo, and Honolulu in Hawaiian. So that's it. That's the extent of my my Hawaiian native tongue. <laughs> I see you got the beads going. I love it. Yes, cool. my. Welcome beads or something? Kui Kui beads. Oh my God. I, I Googled it right before. They are Kukui beads. That's Kukui. right. Oh, right. Kukui. Yes. Yes. My friends used to have a dog, Kokoa, back um, oh. in the day. And I loved Kokoa, and she lived in Hawaii. So wonderful. Hawaii, there's nothing more precious to me. Time just doesn't matter. It also doesn't matter because you're so many hours behind the rest of us. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. So I appreciate you um, taking care of your co-host duties. Very good. Yes, of course. I would miss it for the word, world, darling. I love our time together. I love it. I love it. Well, all right. So I was going to, um, you know, last night we do this show on Clubhouse for you guys that you may or may not know. You probably heard about Clubhouse by now. Our, show, our room that we do every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern is called Sex Positivity LGBTQ+. And every week for the last several weeks, we uh, Cody and I are the moderators of this room. And then we have Sebastian Lacaz, who has been on this show before. And the three of us moderate and people kind of jump into the room. We try and have a different topic. You missed it last night because you were traveling. And I just wanted to let you know, we were talking about naked ambition and nakedness is really what we were talking about on, do you feel comfortable being naked? Do you feel, do you body positivity? Because these are Mm -hmm. all things about sex positivity. And 
Sebastian and I, in our own respective homes, did it naked too, because you know, why did not? You? Yeah. Well, that's he, amazing. I thought about it and I was going to make a provocative statement that I was naked. And he said, Well, I'm naked right now. And I said, Oh, you beat me to the punch. So I nice. stripped my clothes and it was really enlightening that we had some great sharing moments. Um, nice. We had a great, uh, probably our biggest room to date. Nice. You know what? The nudity. The uh, yeah. nudity sells, honey. Okay. <laughs> but, Gotta get the people are coming through. <laughs> but I have to tell you, there was this one moment where a, a guy came on, British accent, started okay. sharing about his big ass and how essentially he's doesn't like he wears baggy clothes because he doesn't want people touching his big ass. And he oh, seemed wow. pretty young. Well, all of a sudden, another clubhouser comes in the room and she's calling out this guy saying, weren't you in, an, in a previous room that I was in? And aren't you underage? And <gasps> all this stuff. And, Drama. and Sebastian and I are silent and we're supposed to be moderators and not knowing what we should do. And I'm thinking, should we call um, Karen and legal or I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is no Karen in legal that I know of, but <laughs> that was me. Good, right? I'm yeah. Karen from legal. I'm You're the Karen one you should have called. I'm on vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> so we wow! Get- I missed all that drama last night. However, the only thing was, it turns out he really apparently is 18, and okay. we all kind of questioned her because and kind of shut her down because we really even if he was younger clubhouse won't let you in unless mm-hmm. i believe you're of age but we weren't talking anything about sex yeah we were talking it about like nudity. soliciting him it was just talking about body positivity and and loving your own body so absolutely, absolutely. i don't see anything wrong with that people yeah. young people should learn to love their bodies younger and younger anyway Exactly. Greg, all bodies are beautiful. Greg, who's watching us um, right now live, says, I certainly would bear it all being the exhibitionist that I am. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like know, Greg. You know, on that note, Cody, I wanted to just talk about a group that I've been a part of here in New York City. And I think they okay. might, there's other groups. In fact, in Clubhouse yesterday, one of our listeners on that was talking about in, in Chi Town, Chicago, there's a cheat. Chi-Chi, like your your butt cheeks, okay. something like that, a group that he has kind of been a part of that's about nudity. And we all talked about the bo- um, body positivity that both of these types of groups offer, and it's not like sexual necessarily. Okay. And coming out of the pandemic, as things are starting to open up, I couldn't help but notice and read, shout out to my group here in New York uh, because of what they wrote. They It's Go Naked. And they are oh. doing a party here next Friday, or actually, excuse me, this Friday at a bar here. If you're interested, I'll post this up on tagspodcast.com. Um, this party is coming up, but essentially it's going to be for vaccinated people. And what I really mm-hmm. liked was all bodies are welcome. We are predominantly a 21 plus. See, they wrote 21 plus, right? There it <laughs> um, is. Queer group, we love and affirm and welcome our trans, non-binary, and cis siblings of all gender identities and sexual orientations, age, racial, and ethnic identities, and celebrate the beauty of the human body and the community we have built. 
And I think that's really important because I'm not sure if you were on one of our episodes where we were giving advice to a trans man who mm-hmm. hadn't done, who told us in his question that he hadn't had sexual reassignment, any kind of sexual reassignment surgery, yeah. but for all intensive purposes, he's a trans, he's a trans man. He's a trans man, exactly. And he wanted advice in knowing should he be informing his partners or people that he meets before he gets together with them of his, uh, of being a trans man instead mm-hmm. of like surprise and you know that kind of thing and so we gave him some really thoughtful advice it's one of, it's on one of our tags recent tags okay. podcast if anyone's in want to listen to that now yeah yeah but i like what go naked is all about because i think body shame is a big part of body positivity and yeah. ultimately re- relates to our sex positivity so i think that that was really really good and i'm happy for that shout out to go naked we also, um, moving on, I couldn't help but uh, shout out to Chastin Buttigieg, who is uh, Mayor Pete's husband. Okay. I just saw, in, in, as we are celebrating Pride Month, he is really affirming and wanting to have um, Biden pass the Equality Act. Um, and he was should. talking... Yeah. Because without that, without federal protection and legislation, people can discriminate still um, in schools, the workplace. And he was really, really working towards hate crime legislation because of all the Mm -hmm. hate crimes that are happening towards our community, particularly the trans community. But in this month of Pride, I think, uh, shout out to Chastin and passing and we need more people talking about passing that equality act on a federal level so i agree we need to all get behind our trans brothers and sisters on this and be in in full unity as far as getting this equality act passed absolutely well let's get into it some hot topics here um there's a reddit thread that i couldn't help but notice and it asked the question why do guys like wearing athletic shorts shorts in public Mm -hmm. in a gay male i'm a gay male this person writes and i've recently been seeing more and more guys wearing short shorts at the mall i know gay males like wearing short shorts and i wanted to start wearing them in public as well i'm just sitting here i'm just curious on why more guys are doing this now he writes straight and gay Mm -hmm. I personally like how the long shirt I'm wearing covers almost half of my shorts. There was a lot of comments on people saying why or why they didn't. But my first thought, Cody, was everything is cyclical. And if you watch anything from the 70s, shorts were really hiked up back then for men. Yeah. And really hot, I think. Um, Oh, no. It's amazing. Yeah, and the other thing I will have to say about it is if you have a pair of nice legs or you're proud of your legs or you're doing like a lot of squats lately and you want to show them off, or even if you don't, you just want to show off your booty, why not, right? It's part of back to body positivity. Um, yeah. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this? And are, and I, you like a pair of short shorts? Oh, I'm wearing a pair now. Okay. <laughs> I think this is an amazing opener for, you know, summer coming around finally. And I've been wearing short, short shorts for quite a while now. Um, 
I think that it's funny that you say that the the 70s, everything is so it's it's a circle basically because the 70s are coming back around. Magnum PI is one of my major influences, hence the beautiful mustache that I have oh right God. here. I can't believe Magnum <laughs> PI. Okay. Come on. I, I love saw, it. I saw a picture of Tom Selleck today at the place that we went to to get these these pastries. So we took a picture. I'm going to be posting it later on on my Instagram. So nice. yeah, he's one thing other than your chest. I love it. <laughs> it's going to be on the story. So um, it won't be, it won't be there for long. Get it while it's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that you're right. Like everything comes back around in fashion and the fashions that were there in the seventies are coming back around now. And I'm, I'm here for it. Show off your legs, show off your Hawaiian shirt with the, with the, uh, uh, the buttons buttoned down to the, the navel. Beads, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be sporting these all summer. So, all right. I love know. them. I love them. And we have our lava yeah. beads that we got in Puerto Vallarta, so we can. I can. I can layer them. You can Look layer. Them. I'm just saying. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. What's I say? We're really just coming off of that conversation about body positivity and body shaming. I think wear what you feel comfortable in. For those yes. of us admirers of legs, which so many of us are, I vote wear them because it just means that I get to look at them. So I think it's really, right. I think you have to own it though when you do anything like that. So I'm the type of guy where on when I'm running around, because we walk everywhere here in New York City. So mm -hmm. everything's always, you know, I go, my go-to shorts are skater shorts, van shorts that are pretty okay. actually a little long. Um, <laughs> and I tend to tighten, wear tighter stuff up here. But okay. I that's see. only because I am running around like a mad dog. When I want to go out and I want people to look at it, I will put on my tight short shorts. Um, not They're not that short but they're short enough that you get to see i've seen these shorts so you yeah speak up. <laughs> right as my as the picture of my ass over here know, right? is out and about or i'm a fan of going to jock strap back in the day which hopefully will open up again jock strap uh, wednesday we'll see you there <laughs> okay now i love it so yeah it really depends for me it's it's like a time and a place uh yes. but for those that want to wear them all the time i mean for example, I think Matt, who's watching us live right now, says, I'm a marathoner. My legs are my main feature. There you go. I mean, first of all, it's part of the uniform, right? So exactly. I was a former gymnast and they were part of I couldn't I don't think they could get any tighter on us <laughs> <laughs> because it's all about the lines, you know, the yes. lines. And you have to see every single angle and every single line. So. Greg, yeah. also, who's watching us, says, what the hell is wrong with that? I wear fairly short shorts most of the time, even at my age. Yeah, exactly. It really does have to do with being proud of your body and being um, owning it. And I think exactly. when you own it, everybody else will, it'll, everything else will fall in line. Um, what do you think about the caveat, though, that the guy said he likes to wear a longer shirt that almost covers... Do you think that he's there's a little bit so of shaming like going a dress? on? I don't know. I, could, I, it was, I was having a hard time picturing that in my mind. I didn't like. Why would you want to cover up the short shorts 
with a shirt. That didn't it didn't make it did compute to me. So I would like to see send me a picture, sir, so that I can <laughs> see exactly what you're talking about. You may have to go to the mall because you referenced the mall a couple times. <laughs> so I mean you know, check I'm not it out. Go there. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. Um, you didn't mention I'm not gonna the mall. say what I thought about the mall. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well we've got to move on and our last story comes it's kind of a crazy one. We talk so much about porn stars in the news, making the news. I can't with these porn stars. It's just too much, Cody. This time around, though, it comes from a OnlyFans guy. And we also talk a lot about OnlyFans on this show. Yeah. And I'll just read you a little bit of it to give you some background. While he's not a household name to most gay porn viewers, OnlyFans model Jake Harding does have a reputation among fellow OnlyFans performers, and it's not a good one. So multiple gay porn stars took to Twitter recently to speak out against Harding for his mistreatment of them and, and other unnamed performers. And it was also revealed that Harding is facing rape charges in New Hampshire following a 2019 arrest. And it was performer Levi Hatter who first came forward writing, Quote, I'm tired of hiding it and seeing people suffer for it, but Jake Harding is on trial for sexual harassment and assault. He is a terrible human being who has emotionally manipulated and harassed my friends. I'm glad to see his Twitter is gone. Good riddance, he writes. And, you know, in looking at, they actually, well, I love this site. Thanks, Straight Up Gay Porn. Um, yeah, but they posted, did you see this, Cody? The actual assault records in court. Know, right, and his mugshot. Mugshot, you see rape on this this document. The scary part about it to me that stuck out is this date of birth, 7-2000. This boy is only 19 years old, y'all. Can I ask you a question? Yes. You, are, you should be on CSI. Like, what? Do you, how did you even <laughs> see that? <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> I have an eye for this kind of stuff. <laughs> And it just goes on and on. I mean, his real name, I think, is Blake Romano. Um, okay. And he's just on and on. Apparently, there was another porn star, Jake. Um, I will say Jake Harding did not tell me about his trial. Also, while he hid his face until we had met in person and he was staying in my house. If I had known prior, I would have not even considered collaborating. That's a key word there. Ask yes. questions, wonder why, be a spy, and be and believe survivors. Two things in this thing that this second person wrote. A, so with OnlyFans, you know, Cody, you have to collaborate a lot to keep your content going. So yep. they're not a studio. They're not gathering all the porn stars together to do this grand shoot. Part of why many of us like OnlyFans is it's, it's creative, um, Content it's raw, that, it's raw, real. Thank you. Exactly. Almost amateur-ish. And mm -hmm. their job is to kind of keep it coming, at least weekly, usually as a successful OnlyFans, often doing what many want them to do. But exactly. some of the more successful ones are couples. And mm -hmm. one of the his his people that are coming against him are saying he's constantly trying to be, get in a relationship because he knows that uh, his feeling is that the, if he's in a relationship and they're doing porn scenes together, they're going to mm -hmm. rack up more coin. 
There's yeah. a lot to unpack here. The only thing I'll just totally. leave you with to give you my last and final word on this, and I want to hear from you, is that we don't talk a lot about OnlyFans. I think it's such an amazing tool for people right now to make some money, and I'm all for it. I have so oh, many yeah. accounts. Jeremy Ross Lopez, our other co-host, has so uh -huh. many. He's following a lot of these. But when you're 19, do you really have the mental capacity to do this? Maybe, maybe not. In this case, I don't think he does to handle this. I mean, some people grow up faster than other people. So I can see where you're coming from with that. But um, he really strikes me as a completely crazy narcissist. He seems really controlling. It almost seems like he's grooming his victims. Yeah. And it's really, it's really, really scary. And it also goes to highlight that <clears throat> consent is so important in this day and age. And just because you're a sex worker does not mean that you consent is taking out of, taken out of the equation. You still have to give consent or you can take it away as well. This reminds me of a story that we did not too long ago about Papi Suave. You remember Papi Suave and yeah. Chi Chi LaRue? Yeah. And it's We're the same. people real quick on that. Basically, Papi Suave says that he alleges that Chichi Leroux Chichi <clears throat> uh, sexually assaulted him and is is pressing charges against him and, and refuses to work with him. So I I think that this is another case where it shows how often this something like this can happen and that it probably happens way more than we think it happens. You know, I, what strikes me is we've had different people like Dante Cole on the show and mm -hmm. D'Angelo Jackson, who we've personally interviewed on this show before. And the things that really stood out for me and why they're so successful and what I got out of my interviews with these types of porn stars, and they do OnlyFans and so forth, is that they really had a professional mentality about yes. their careers. And they took everything, even though they were lovely to do the press interviews because they were promoting a documentary that was currently they were featured in. And they couldn't yeah. have been more lovelier from a press standpoint and made me feel mm -hmm. like totally welcome to ask yeah. the question I wanted to. What you learn in the documentary, because it followed them around, and what I got from my conversations with them is it's a business, and they treat it like a business, every aspect of it. And they don't yeah. – neither one of them seemed like they blurred the lines. So if you were to take this story about Jake Harding that we're talking about, every aspect about the rape charge and what people are accusing him are of blurring those lines, staying at someone's – apartment when you were going to collaborate with them but not disclosing your rape charges yeah really trying to get a boyfriend out of somebody but then saying well let's work together mm -hmm. blurring real life with work life and un unfortunately being so young and naive i think this is what can happen it's a it could be an exciting industry. It's certainly, we, you know, so many of us appreciate it and love it. But it's so it can lucrative. Be a, but it can be a dangerous. And when you find yourself yeah. with a mugshot at 19 dealing with this, I just hope he gets his act together because it's way too young to be having a record like this and sure. for us to even be having to talk about it. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I think that, you know, he needs to really take stock of his his life from now and just kind of move forward with that because if he's convicted of this like he will 
he'll have a, a record and he'll have to register as a sex offender. Right? That's something that you just made me think about honestly yeah. right now. So, yeah. Well, you know, we would normally go into, we're going to do a shorter vulnerable voices towards the okay. end, but this next story really kind of relates to what we're talking about. And it's about disclosure and it's another Reddit thread. Ooh. And this one's called HIV positive and the apps, what to do. So let me read it to you guys. Hello, fellow gay men. Recently, a very close friend of mine confided in me that he has been living with an HIV positive status for many years. Luckily, he's been able to afford medications for a while. And based on his own account, he's currently not uh, undetectable. He wrote not detect. However, and this is where my internal struggle begins, writes this guy. This friend mm -hmm. of mine hooks up on the apps, so Grindr, Scruff, Tinder, quite a lot, and recently confessed to me that he never tells people he's HIV positive, And in fact, always says otherwise whenever asked about it, if it ever come up, comes up at all. So the guy's essentially asking, it's making him uncomfortable. What should he do? Mm -hmm. We could go on and on. Um, people gave a lot of different advice on that. But I think it's a relevant topic as we all get back into the game, or many of us get back into the game after a year of the pandemic of people are getting hooking up again. And so I mm -hmm. think it's pretty relevant. People are getting back on their prep and so on and so forth. What were your first thoughts when you heard this? I have some thoughts, but I wanted to hear about you. So this is something that I'm like going back and forth with because I completely understand. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Undetectable means untransmittable. And that's something that like plays in my mind over and over and over again. But I also see it from a standpoint that you're having sex with somebody and you like, it's something that you should, I feel like you should be divulging to your sex partner. If it, that's, it's an intimate act, you're, it's something that you should be divulging to them. And I totally, totally get that revealing your status, status is so rife with un unwarranted stigma and could, and, uh, and sometimes does end in rejection. But that, like, you have this to remember is, this, that this is public health, though. Yeah, 100%. You have to remember that somebody, that there's another person at the end of your dick or the end of your asshole. So it doesn't stay right with you. It, it, it goes beyond you. So you, it's something that you really should divulge to your partner before you have sex with them. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, and I, I hear you when you say it's a big deal. We've had, Sebastian Lacan has been, if you listen to his podcast, it's so brilliant, Chasing Happy. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, just it's, and he ultimately talks about 
finally coming to terms and saying I'm positive. And that's a whole different story from, hmm. uh, and he did this on a personal level than when you hook up with somebody and just from a public health standpoint, divulging by the way. Now, my real thoughts on all of this are forget everybody. everybody. It's <laughs> I, whether you say you're undetectable, not detectable or not, I'm just taking care of myself here. And I'm yeah. on, for example, if it were me now, if I was with that guy, and he said, I'm not, if I even asked, but I know that mm -hmm. at least, at the very least, I'm on prep, or not even the very least, I'm on prep and I'm going to get checked up to see, but prep, at least in my mind for now, is 99% um, gonna keep me safe if safe, I choose yeah. to not have condoms and have sex with this person. Whether we get into, I think we're now in a place where somebody could say they're undetectable and mm -hmm. maybe he really is. If he really is undetectable, maybe he's not divulging it because the other person didn't ask. Yeah. Maybe, but if they did ask, well, I don't know why he's lying because then just say, if you really are undetectable, then state that. And yeah. I, but I think it really just comes down to the guys asking for advice on what should I do I don't think anything. I think it's a judgment call. If uh, you're I think if you, you should have well, a, go ahead. I think you should have a conversation with his friend because if he doesn't, if it's something that he doesn't agree with, he should definitely bring it to his friend. Like I'm the type of friend that if I think that my friend is doing something that I think is morally or it's being is a is being I don't want to say like danger to public health, but but. I mean, it's neither here nor there. It's something that is possibly could be seen as that. So if he's doing something that is being a danger to other people, I, it's, I would say something. I'm the type of friend, at least one time, I'm the type of friend that says, you know, I think that you should change this or that you should look into this and see what they say. And then if they don't agree with me, it's their life. They they can do whatever they want with their life. What keeps playing in my mind, though, is what if you are with someone and down the road, you have sex with them one time and you don't divulge your status. What if you have sex with them again? Or what if that one time actually turns into a relationship or something that turns out to be long-term? That is so uncomfortable and strange to have to back up. You have to back it up now and say, oh, by the way. Because they said I'm in this description that he often lies. He says that he's not, that he's not positive. So yeah. He, so you're right. He would have to back that up and say, oh, by the way. And that's a like, big by the way. That's like <laughs> that's not the head. <laughs> what? <laughs> by the that's way. A, that's a, I'll cut you by the way. By the way, is I forgot to tell you that oh, you know yes. I like to wear hot um, pants sometimes. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> um. <laughs> we're making a joke of it, but it's really serious. It's something that it we is. should no. that should be taken very seriously because you're possibly endangering someone else's health. Because, like you said, prep is only what ninety nine point nine percent 
effective, there's there always that 0.01% chance that you can infect someone. So at least if you tell the person you've done your due diligence and I think you're 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 good. Um, but without that, yeah, the lying, I think to your point too, if we were to answer this guy's Reddit thread is he should tell at least once because this uh, yeah. his because his in a communications world here, his friend feels comfortable enough divulging to his other friend that he often sleeps with guys and does not tell him his HIV positive status and often when asked lies. So if you're going to divulge all that to me as a friend, then I'm going to at least runs divulge back to you how I don't, I'm not okay with that. And here's why. Sorry. If you're going to tell me all that, then I have an opinion on that. Exactly. Cause my knee jerk reaction is what bitch? Hold on a second. (laughs) That sounds a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So absolutely. No, I think, yeah, I agree with you. If he's listening on the Reddit thread, uh, that's our advice for you. All right. Well, we've got to get into our vulnerable voices that we started since we started this series, um, Tags Live. And this week, we are talking about social media. And I know we talk a lot about social media and everything about that, but social media can be vulnerable just by the very nature. I think when I first said social media, I got a little like anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) And let me just, you you and me both. (laughs) Let me just read you some of the words that I wrote down to that are both in my mind, positive and could be anxiety driven. So I wrote FOMO, FOMO. I wrote insecurities. I wrote lust On the other hand, I wrote inspiration, connection, resource, Mm. and then one bad one, scams. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot, right? Oh, that one, that last one really got me. I I feel like the sweat's coming on. I feel a little faint. Well, just there's a there's a actual call out one that keeps like coming up in my DMs. uh, Tell me, this is I I want to know the one I think of. That's the one I was thinking of. That is. Wait, do I sound gay or that's so gay? That's so gay. let me. I can look it up right now if you want me to. You look it up. No, um, it's called That Sounds Gay. That's that what it sounds is. gay. You know how many times they've messaged me in the past like week? It's been, I, I counted, it was like four times that they've mas- they messaged me. And let me, yes, exactly. So scams and Scam. people trying to get you to do things. And I've fallen prey, you know, once for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, even Clubhouse, you know, just a great example of doing the room last night or a future a past room. And there's trollers often that come into our room. And here we yeah. are doing a room each week about sex positivity. And Cody, you know, people in our room are divulging. Our rooms get pretty deep about the topic. Personal. We have a lot more time on our Clubhouse room than the show to get really mm-hmm. deep and personal and it's it's kind of therapy-ish but about it our really sex is. positivity so you can imagine I feel like Uzo Aduba <laughs> okay <laughs> now, yeah. therapy. <laughs> yes exactly you keep bringing it up and I need to uh, I haven't watched it so yet but I'm gonna good. start <laughs> but when you're in those moments and it's, it should be a safe space on Clubhouse which essentially is social media it 
to have a troll come into the room so jarring and can make somebody that was really opening their hearts up in the room to want to crawl back and yeah. put down and you never really know in clubhouse you can't it's not like you can there's not a security guard at the clubhouse door <laughs> checking you in i mean there's I'm you though there is you. <laughs> there is you i yeah. wasn't there last night but i will be there in the future i am clubhouse security all right <laughs> well tell me some of the positive things that you think about it and some of the things that give you anxiety about or vulnerability um, so we don't focus all just about the negative the sides of social media. Yeah. So at the end of the day, social is a tool, right? Uh, and it's a tool that can be utilized for many, many different things. The thing that I find that I use it the most for is body positivity things. It used to be it used to be a, a vanity project for me as my Instagram because I used to want to connect with people and just based show on off your body, right? Yeah, based on body, and I did it for likes. But then that kind of evolved into me that becoming a stepping stool or a something to lift up my self esteem in my so own validation, right? Validation, but also as far as I didn't really need the likes in order to feel validated. I needed to just put it out there and that all validated my beauty to myself. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And there's yeah. a shift you said you had from. Just oh, yeah, for sure. I did it for likes 100 percent. And then I just did it for myself. Now, now, whenever I post a body shot, it's just because I love my body and I think I look beautiful. So I love that. I, I'm putting that out into the world to share that beauty with other people. And you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you. And I speak for the world in that. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. And I, I also use it a lot to spread social awareness. I'm used to po I've always posted a lot for Black Lives Matters and things of that nature. But I've also posted a lot of things for that are COVID related and when uh, and in that same vein, all when things were going awry with that Asian hate, yeah, I posted a lot for that too. Stop so, Asian I, hate, yeah, yeah, because I that's horrible, and, and I think that people need to be made aware that this is this is happening, and that we need to be supportive of our brother, uh, our Asian brothers and sisters. I, I love saying brothers and sisters, by the way. <laughs> I love that too. And you also post yeah. a lot. I've noticed a lot of things. You're a life coach. You post a lot of affirming things just to kind of get us through our days too. And I think those are really great. And you never know a quote, whether it's yours or someone that you extract is reaching somebody and the, and the quote that they need, may need that day to kind of keep them going. Because one of, like I said, I wrote, um, insecurities on there. I tend to not scroll around a whole lot. I have to kind of take time to look through. If we were just talking about, say, Instagram, I don't scroll and spend a lot of time with that, partly because I don't want to find myself in a rabbit hole of mm -hmm. going down and yeah. looking at this body and that body and looking at this boy in Spain and this other one that's on the, uh, the Riviera and this body that I wish I had his body. And 
I tend to kind of let the algorithms, and I don't know that that's really smart, but pop up what they're popping up. And it's a lot of times my favorite gym people. And for example, my former trainer came up the other day and he, it was literally pouring rain, thunderstorms mm-hmm. in New York City. And he and this boy are outside the gym, but in, out, the, rain? in the rain, barefooted. No, ma'am doing mm-hmm. all these kettlebell <laughs> lifts and up and and with the music in the background it's raining men yes that is. Uh, oh Alejandro, i'm talking to you unleash fit and i have to say it was pretty amazing inspiring and hot and the fact that my trainer straight um had it's raining yeah. men in the background Doesn't was matter. just That's like a perfect it was a perfect social medium posting if I had to ever see one. And it reminded me, I, I want to get back into my, you know, kettlebell training, not maybe in the rain barefooted with it's raining men, <laughs> but my version of it, you know, you won't get me out there with you. So. <laughs> but I got to go like that post right now, actually. Yes. I'm gonna send it like to you. Thank you. Un- Unleash it. it. Okay. I'm, but- I'm here for it. What about FOMO? Do you ever have FOMO for seeing people that are doing things and going, wait a minute, they didn't call me or I wish I was there or on and on? I mean, it's probably going to pop up again for some people as things are totally Mm -hmm. opening up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. But it happens more with people that I know as opposed to people like random strangers that I see taking these lavish vacations out there. It's more people that I want to connect with and or that I have connected with and that I know that I love and that I want to experience that 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 experience with them. I didn't want to use experience twice. (laughs) (laughs) Experience that experience with them. (laughs) That moment with yes. Thank you, darling. Thank you. But okay, so I have to ask you in a relationship now, yes. do you find yourself monitoring what you post and do you find yourself checking in on well what's he posting? <laughs> I should have saw this coming. <laughs> uh, you should have. And and Mitch is not did. in Hawaii. <laughs> He's not. Mahalo. Um Mahalo. Um I don't really Look at you trying to figure out an answer here. <laughs> a PC answer. I don't I really. Don't. <laughs> really. But I've never. So a big part of what I post, I already censor because, you know, my mother's crazy and I love her and she's amazing. But I would never want her to be uncomfortable looking at the posts that I post. So it's just like right on the edge of too scandalous for my mother to see. So I feel like I'm on the edge (laughs) of glory. Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I, I have not find my, I have not found myself censoring anything that I post because I'm dating somebody. That's not something I don't feel like that's something that I would do anyway. He doesn't censor anything that he posts, so why should I? <laughs> well, have to follow him. <laughs> you know what's so funny thing about the mother comment, which I was just okay. talking recently about how my mother, I barely came out to my mother three years ago. She's 84, but it's great. And I was telling this whole story, but 
my mother does not barely knows how to even answer the phone. So she does okay. answer the phone and thank God on my social media or anything. She knows what I do and all that. But between you and Sebastian, our other moderator on Clubhouse. I sent her all your posts. No. <laughs> the fact that you said I kind of moderate what, you know, my mom's seeing. And the yesterday when we were getting our Clubhouse going, Sebastian, there was one this woman jody on there and that and it was this woman next to this guy that looked like sebastian and i couldn't i invited her up to the stage if you guys know what clubhouse you invite them up to speak <laughs> and i invited her up and she came up and right as i'm doing that in my text messages sebastian saying please don't invite my mom up to the stage it's jody her no name's jody and i was like way. oh my god my mother wouldn't even no. know how to use use clubhouse much less I mean, get confused. So the fact that you guys have mothers that are on social media, Ooh, um, it cracks me up. Lucky I was not there yesterday because I would have, if he would have sent me that text, I would have invited his mother in 0.3 seconds. It would have been so fast, his head would have turned. I'm really happy that my mom is really not adept at social media at all. I'm going to teach her. One he last thing. <laughs> Long ass sessions with this. If you can break the code, good luck. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, she can send me a picture like of our mm -hmm. dog and that kind of stuff. And I Aww. send her pictures of fashion and from colds, and it's it's a lot of fun. But <laughs> or my food, and that's always fun. But anyway, yeah. all right. Well, enough of that. Thank you for playing on that. And lastly, we could not end the night with another thirst trap and this week it comes from um 22 i believe it was gay porn stars who took the best photo or video on straight up gay porn thank you guys for posting this we always appreciate it uh cody there were so many on this one as always i have so to know many your job in this segment is to descriptively describe to the people who had the best picture and just really describe it because we're an audio okay. podcast unless you're watching it we'll put it in the um did you put it in the i just put it in there and greg okay. is already on it because Greg's on it. <laughs> even before i put it in the chat is he was like it. i got my favorites right here listeners i will post this up you better work you greg. um tomorrow thursday thursday um on tagspodcast.com just go to show notes and we want you to weigh in as well but what were your favorite or okay, favorites so my number one favorite okay is real talics and he's standing in a bathroom. He has one arm up and he's completely naked. He has the dick of death and it's huge. It's almost to the floor. Um, oh he's standing. Is it towards the end? Or? <laughs> it's towards the end. And I voted and it was the number one voted. So I, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm in the majority oh, this time. Uh, oh my god it is the second to the last one and his face just looks beautiful and he is he's got a little come come fuck me or come get it come get fucked look on his face and he has blonde hair and all these tattoos and, and it up 
tatted up and brown, tan, brown yeah. and tan and just gorgeous. And, and a Clark Gable mustache, which I know that's an old <laughs> reference, but <laughs> um, we're going to be he, singing in the rain. All right. <laughs> that dick is so is beautiful. And his look it is and it's uncut. And oh, my God, I'm like joining him right now. I can't believe it. See, the problem for me when I do this thing is I never get that far down. So there's some goodies. Oh, really? That they for the That's bottom. Oh, wait. I, I fall in love too early in the game. I'm such a, I, you know, oh. I, that's it's not an indicator of how I am in bed. People just, just keep that in mind. I have to say, I didn't get very far down the list, but mine has to go to Louis Ricote. I think Louis Ricote, R-I-C-A-U-T-E. Um, he's in a Los Angeles Lakers basketball shirt and shorts with the bed, the bedding that he's standing next to, I have to say as well, it's really nice. I don't know if he's in a hotel room or not. He looks like a badass. He's got a nose ring. He's shaved head, a beautiful beard. He's frowning like, what, you want this? He's got the most huge, hugest biceps ever and a sexy. thick dick that looks like it has a little uh spot on it that's very sexy at the tip of it it's just very suckable and beautiful and he has huge hands too which i always like too so he, he gets my pick mainly because of his look on his face uh, he looks like he's gonna do you dirty that's what that's all I, that look is, so <laughs> is that what that was? maybe that's what it is that, i couldn't describe that, looks that like he's about to you're gonna Tear get it down. Done, done right. Done tore down, <laughs> tore up, tore, tore all the oh, way around. That's what it is. I, I couldn't describe what it was when you just like described it perfectly. Yes. Oh yeah. I love he it. He looks very serious. It. He looks very serious and ready to get down. And that bed behind him with the sheets that are so mm -hmm. perfectly pressed, I'm all about that too. We're we're gonna get down, wrinkle up those sheets. Uh, look at me oh, inserting yeah. myself there. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has as been you should. as I should. This has been so much fun as always. Thank you, Cody Marie Stoggett over in Hawaiian Islands. Right? I, yeah, have a blast over there. You Thank know, you, you can darling. follow Cody. He's got two. He's a life coach. And you can follow him um, at KMD Coaching on his life coaching Instagram, KMD Coaching. But you can also follow him on his personal site and see what thirsty shots he's posting uh, of his chest. And I think you said you have some goodies coming our way at Mr. Mr. Maurice. But please follow us always at Tags Podcast on Instagram because, and we want you to DM us with sex advice, sex relationship questions. We got you covered. We will give you the advice that you know you want. All right. So much fun. Follow us and get vaccinated. Have a great week, Greg. Thank you all listeners uh, for watching us. It's been a lot of fun. We'll talk to you soon. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, 
triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.